Welcome to 50 Shades of Blue podcast with author speaker Sharon K. Griffin, aka Madam Butterfly. This is the show where we have authentic conversations with ordinary people, experts, and influencers. Each episode, we dive deep into love, life, dating, relationships, spirituality, and anything you can or cannot imagine. Anything goes. Our goal is to provide you with thought-provoking information and perspectives that you can use to enhance your own knowledge and understanding to change your world and make you smile. This show is not for the faint of heart. And if you have to clutch your pearls, don't clutch them too tight. We want you to return on next week. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink and your girlfriends and join us as we take you on an unexpected journey of self-discovery. Men, you can listen in too. Hey, Butterflies, it's your girl, Sharon K. Griffin, a.k.a. Madam Butterfly, yes, on 50 Shades of Blue podcast, okay? And today we have another wonderful, beautiful guest. I'm out of breath, y'all. I've been running <laughs> around all morning, late for everything. Woo-cha, woo okay, okay. So my guest, her name is Marisol. Nice. Like Baxter it. Graham. Yes. And she's amazing. Let me tell you about her. So she's the one that suggested a podcast and call it 50 Shades. No, no. On the blue couch, because we have a blue couch here. Um, oh, you were sitting on the blue couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have to say this. You sparked something in me that someone said that I I listened, but I kind of ignored. Yeah. So when you said it, I ran with it. And I want to say thank you, first of all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, y'all, I don't I have just, one. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was like, I just figured that I was just like a messenger. You know? Really? Yeah. You know, because I love it. Clearly, it had been a message that had been brought to you before. Right. Right. But you ignored it, and I reiterated. Yes. yes. And so, so there's no no thanks needed because it was in you anyway. But I want to ask <laughs> you, like, I believe that God gives us downloads. Yes. Right. Yes. So, was it a download, like say this to her, or was it more natural? I mean, both of them are natural, but I would have to say more natural because okay. um, while we were sitting on the couch and we were talking about marketing mm -hmm. and uh, different marketing ideas and everything, like all of a sudden, um, well, what you had said was, I love this. I love talking to women. I love okay. having these open conversations okay. and, uh, because your, your assistant was there at the, at the time too. Yes. And we, we were just all drinking wine and talking. And at that moment, for whatever reason, something just told me, you know, we'll tell her, hey, you should probably do a podcast. And, okay. you're, and you even told me, yes, I've been thinking about that, but I haven't jumped on it. Okay, and okay, okay. I was like, well, maybe now's the time. And, you know, and then it just, we just kind of flowed from there. Well, I want to say thank you because I feel like my life right now is going full circle. Nice. So my manager, after you suggested the podcast, podcast excuse me, y'all, only a little bit. Um, <laughs> my manager said to me, what do you want to do? You know, and I was like, hmm, no one's ever challenged me or asked me that. Yes, I have this, right? Mm -hmm. But no one's really ever asked me, what do you want? I'm always the one that's encouraging and asking other people those questions. So then I go into my therapist's office mm -hmm. and my scrubs. I was just coming from here that day. I was rushing around, so I just threw on scrubs. Got to her and she was like, that ain't you. Like my, my therapist, she's clinical, but she's spiritual mm -hmm. as well. She was like, that ain't you. Doing the podcast? No, no. Oh, when okay. I went to her office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Every Tuesday I go at mm -hmm. 12. So when I went, I went in my scrubs and she just looked at me and she said, that's not you. She said, that was you. And that's what you learned, but that's not you. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it made me think even more. Yeah. So I have to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you um, for being a catalyst for this. So I want you to tell my audience, like what you do, who you are, all that great stuff. Cause you're a mighty woman Aww. with great gifts and talents. And we have something here to share 
for y'all to get them coins out, somebody. <laughs> okay, get the coins out and buy it. But anyway, <laughs> tell them who you are. Oh, well, so I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm not used to looking at cameras, so I'll probably be looking at Sharon <laughs> a lot. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I started my company over 10 years ago. When I started it, it was in graphic design because I am an artist at heart. Um, what I do now is I sell home decor and gift, but gifts. But at one point, I had designed handbags, mm-hmm. and it was right before the pandemic. And when the pandemic hit, all the work I did that I put into the handbags, the photo shoots, everything, all of a sudden I couldn't find materials, manufacturers. And it was a very hard thing for me to do, but I ended up having to like let it go. And then meeting Sharon though, and us just talking <laughs> yeah. and everything, and me like telling her that she's like, "Well, I want to see your handbags." And so you know, yes. showed you my handbags, yes. everything, and then just with all, with all your questions and all yeah. of that, and I have to thank you now. Oh, you're yeah, welcome. and I know I sent it in the email. You but did, I, you but did, I, but I need, thank I need you. to also thank you because, so you guys know, uh, with Sharon. And all the questions she asked and everything, I had to actually put a value on the time and the idea and the effort and everything that went into designing the handbags. And I hadn't done that before. I just, we make these assumptions when uh, we can do these things like drawing, sketching, right, that right. everyone can. And you're phenomenal at it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And um, having to put a value on it, it made me really realize what a huge endeavor it was to create those yes. handbags. Yes. And I hadn't I hadn't done that before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And okay. it actually it made me realize like it was my oh shit moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When okay. I had to, like, okay. Put a value on everything and like itemize it and you know my hours and this and that and this is what this took and this is how long that took and and this cost this and then like well, how do you put a value on that? And I actually use artificial intelligence. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, so you got it's a new thing now with artificial <laughs> intelligence. Um, we have all these things. We have Canva. We have Bard. We have even Bing now has, you can click on a button and you can go to their AI and you can ask it a question and it will scrub the internet. Really? And it'll find you references and links oh, wow. and things to articles and so forth. And so I asked the question because I, okay. I was at a moment where I'm like, I don't know how to put a dollar on this. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm going to ask Bing. <laughs> okay. And I did. Okay. I clicked the button. Okay. And, and that was the question I asked was, how do you place a value on designing and creating a unique handbag? And it took a minute or two, but then it said, I can answer that question. Uh-huh. And then it gave me links to all of these different um, websites that actually did a level of um well it does level of intelligence but okay i don't i don't really like to call it that way because like we all have our own thing that we're right special at, right right you know right, right. so like grading intelligence like for me i don't really like doing that okay because yes there's people that have doctorates and and they're good in their field right and they know their field but then if you put them on the street they couldn't function you know, there's a lot of people like that. And there's a lot of people that know how to hustle. Yes. And are smart and good at it. And they don't have that piece of paper. And so they're immediately disqualified. Their, their intelligence is disqualified because of the fact that they don't have the paper. Right. And for me, I'm like, and I'm not dissing anyone that took all their time to get their doctorates, <laughs> doctorates or anything. It was a huge accomplishment for you. I'm just saying that don't judge a book by its cover. Right, right. Because there could be somebody that's on the street, you know, and you're talking to them and they actually are highly intelligent, know how to do something, can figure it out. Everyone has their speciality. So <laughs> with you saying that, did you know that there are so many people in jail <laughs> who are highly, highly, highly intelligent? Like so i'm thinking of a drug dealer right right they needed their powers to be like utilized for good right (laughs) but but they can market yes right yes they're good at money money financing yes figuring out their profit yes um management management all of that delegating yes 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 Yes. so the example it might be extreme to some of y'all but 
people who are in prison are highly, a lot, are highly intelligent. They just didn't put it to good use. So I had to stop and say that. Um, well, and so my husband has a saying, and it's desperate people do desperate things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah so yeah. E even with this high, high intelligence, and perhaps that person didn't have um, the right one to guide them. Right. You know, um, that it also, a lot of it came out of desperation. You know, desperation to possibly maybe feed their family or to, you know, they need to close on their back or they, you know, yes. different things. Yes, And yes. desperate people do just desperate things. And right. So, so, like, like that whole breaking bad, you know, he was, in a desperate, he was in a desperate situation then it just spiraled. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, people do what they have to do yeah. at that time. Um, whether we agree with it or not, it's survival mode. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of things I totally don't agree with, but it is survival mode for a lot of people. But back to your purse. So oh. you put some money on it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yes. Well, so going back, um, going to several of the links that the uh, AI program gave to me, it put creativity as the highest level okay. to be able to conceive and create um, a different idea and so forth. They find it to be at the very highest level. Okay. And okay. for me, I was like, really? Cause, well, because artwork and artists, like, you know, it's just, it's paid at the lowest level. <laughs> and so for me, I was just kind of like surprised but, by that. But think of... And they gave me a formula. Okay. To, like it gave me a formula on how to how to figure it out. And okay. So, so okay. I used the formula, and then doing that, I was like, it was again. Sorry, my cussing. It's an oh shit moment. Because it was. I was like, <laughs> you don't oh, have shit. to say sorry here. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really was. It was my oh right, shit moment. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're totally creative. So I want to go back to like Louis Vuitton and um, oh my god, what's the one? It's like a face and it has the flower. Versace. Yes. Did you know that they actually got their symbols from Africa? No. Indinkris symbols. No. I yeah. So they, okay. they, they actually, and I don't want to say stole because they're out there, but they actually used Africa's symbols to make money off of people. So, well, okay, and, and th this goes in, into a whole thing, and, and, and I'm not wanting to start, like, debates with anybody or anything like that. Would it be... Girl, debates are good. Look, we, look if y'all yeah. want to debate it, call me, not her. But anyway. <laughs> but would, would it be appropriate, like, would it, would it, actually, I would view it as appropriation, mm -hmm. but is it appropriation or is it appreciation? And then that goes into, like, a whole, a whole debate with people as well. I have appreciations for a lot of different cultures. Exactly. And the reason why I have an appreciation exactly. for a lot of different cultures is because um, me, I'm a half and half. And, okay, yeah. explain half and half because people don't know half what. Yeah. So, so for me, my half and half is that I am half Hispanic and then also half Anglo. And, um, but being half and half growing up, I have always been on the outskirts of in either one of my culture. Okay. I was always too ethnic for Anglo people. Okay. And then I was too Anglo for Hispanic people. Okay. And so I would be ridiculed by both. Okay. And so, so where'd you fit in? I fit in with the misfits. And I'm a misfit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. People that were open-minded. Creative. Creatives. <laughs> Creatives that were open-minded and we were labeled the misfits. Yeah. And uh, so I had or ha still have an appreciation for a lot of different cultures because within the misfits it was those that were like me that were half and half right. and didn't didn't fit in anywhere and not okay. just not just half hispanic and half anglo but also half black and half white okay also like half asian and half white like all of us half and halves okay and then along with that we also had like you know i had one of my best friends growing up was filipino okay and so I have a huge appreciation for, like, the Asian culture okay. and things like that. And then we also had, like, friends that were also from India and okay. Pakistan. Okay, and, okay. And so, like, even, like, appreciation for, you know, for foods and, yes. and part of that culture as well. And I find that sometimes, like, when I draw and, and my childhood comes out, but then I have people that come to me, like, you know, oh, it's appropriation. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. 
I understand Could where you're coming explain, from. Could you explain like what appropriation is? That's when you take another person's culture and you use it as your own in order to okay. benefit yourself. Okay, like 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 Louis Vuitton and taking it <laughs> and making money off of it. Like Louis Vuitton yeah. and Versace then. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other um brands that have done the same thing and I did not know that. Let me tell you, TikTok teaches you everything and then once I learned it on TikTok, I did my research. Yeah. And my husband had been speaking to me about the indinkra symbols, indinkra symbols anyway. Yeah. Um, so I just found that interesting and amazing to say the least. Um, and I guess I should say allegedly. Um, <laughs> because, you know, everyone is too happy these days. So allegedly, do your own research, people. Um, yes. But... So why were people saying that you were appropriating other cultures? Um, well, honestly, I never really like dove into their why. Okay. I just kind of, oh, because it's just. You didn't of, take a sip yet. Not yet. <laughs> but it's just, I, I guess I could just say that it's just my kindness. Okay. Is that when someone tells me that, you know, you hurt my feelings or I don't like what you said, that I go, oh, I'm sorry. Girl. That's just who I am. That, I that go, used to be who I am. Yeah. But go and ahead. The, oh, and, oh, I'm sorry. And then I just don't do it again. And Really? Yes. But it's not. You're too nice. I have that problem. <laughs> you need to be kind. Do you know the difference? Between kind and nice? Yes. No. So okay. go ahead and tell me no. So the reason I say that you're nice is because you're not giving people what they give you, the energy. You're going above and beyond, even though they don't deserve it, right? Kindness is I'm giving you exactly what you give me. So if you okay. treat me wonderful, I'm going to treat you wonderful. Okay. But if you treat me like a bitch, you're going to be the biggest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And you're yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. As opposed nice to people finish last. Well, and I'm starting to realize that. Yeah. Um, because because like you said, I do. I put a lot of energy um into things and then I don't always get the same results. Yes. So I mm -hmm. wanna say this. So Marisol actually did the um logo for Fifty Shades of Blue Podcast. So I wanna say thank you. And you don't know this. So when you originally did on the Blue Couch podcast, that night I was going to bed and I just said out loud, I need to get a logo. And I woke up and the logo was there. So that's just how the universe. And energy flows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So because thank you. I was actually at home that morning and I was in the middle of wrapping up an order and everything to get it out of the okay. door. And all of a sudden, again, something in my head told me she needs a logo, put something together. And so, wow. and I sat down, and like I said before, I was in graphic design before. And so I sat down, and that's what I did. I created your logo, and I, then I just sent it, it to you. Yeah, like yeah. I woke up and I was like, okay, God, like you really heard me. <laughs> so thank you for allowing God to use you if you use the term God twice. Yeah. On my behalf. <laughs> Um, because I can say that you have helped to change the trajectory of who I am and where I'm going. Oh, so, yeah. yes, I'm going to have this still, right? Yeah. It's already franchised. Mm -hmm. However, what I've also decided to do, and I want to say thank you to um, Dr. Dr. Oh my God. I blank on names all the time. Okay, God, please. I'm sorry, me. I'm not gonna be able to. So help you. I'm okay. So anyway, Sarah? thank you, Dr. Sarah. Okay. And I'm sorry for, <laughs> you know, um forgetting your name. It was a brain fart. Um, so she walked me through what I need to be doing for four point five hours on a Sunday. She's a beautiful person. Let me tell you. So I'm circling back. I'm going back, backwards. Yeah. To dating and relationship coaching and matchmaking because I used to do it before. Oh, nice. And I don't know why I put it down, but I would think it would be kind of draining. 
No, it's fun. Really? I love it. Well, the reason why I say that okay. is because, um, so when I was younger, I was very much into meditation and okay. crystals and, you know, things like that. Okay. Open-minded people. Okay. 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 And um, so I... In one of the meditation sessions, I remember there was uh, a woman that was there and she was talking about it. And she said that sometimes when people need so much from you and you help them, they are pulling your energy from you. That's true. And that you have to kind of reset. Right. Yeah. Which That's is true. why I was like, I I would think that would be kind of draining. because Not for me. Well, no, no. no but Okay. Yeah. But you're right. Route, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It actually gives me energy. Nice. And I get excited. and. I love setting up dates. Um, I love networking, talking to people. Like, it's just who I am. I actually hooked my parents up when I was 12. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said to my dad, um, stepdad, dad, I said, won't you get my mom some roses? It was Valentine's Day. He was bringing me home from church, and he stopped and got two dozen. And they were dating since, and they've been married I think almost 40 years oh, now. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, so in that spectrum, I could do life coaching. I mm -hmm. can help women and men to heal. Mm -hmm. And it's totally me. I love dressing up and looking cute and going out and schmoozing. And, and you always have a very good energy. Thank you. Yeah, well, because even even before we turned on the cameras, um, she was telling me how people always open up to you. Yes. And it's true. Because we've also had like several, well, we, we've had a few yeah, here. We're literally, people will be talking and they will start crying mm -hmm. while while here, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's nice to have that safe space. And you yeah. know what? So part of what I'm going to be doing is using this as a healing center. Nice. Um, I like it. Oh, thank yeah. you. Because so many men and women need to be healed. And we, we rarely talk about the men. Um needing to be healed so what do you feel about that it i'm gonna tell you guys i'm a little laid back today because <laughs> she told me i couldn't talk about sex <laughs> well her sex yes. well i'm not gonna ask about yours it's just an open topic okay are you allowed to talk about openness like open not not you not your husband yeah, just... yeah, yeah. oh okay so yeah. we good but anyway like your energy just brings me like calm good I'm glad. In peace. Yeah. It's <laughs> so I'm like, oh. no, no, no. It's absolutely reciprocated. It's totally ditto. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But like, as soon as I even walked through the door, even though you were stressed, uh -huh. and I walked through the door, I was like, okay. Really? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> this space. So I play a lot of worship music, right? And I also talk to God a lot in here. And I talk about healing and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's why this place resonates that because is what i dedicated this space to be yeah you know yeah so anyway do me a favor so i want you to show my listening audience the ones who's watching on youtube your purse oh okay <laughs> yeah i'll hold so so the handbag that i'm going to show is actually my art piece um it's not it's not the the everyday I, but it can be. Bag. So I'm just I'm all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm minding my business, y'all. No, no, no. I'm I'm doing a disclaimer that you know if I pull out the handbag and you're like looking at it going, what the hell? Like that's what it is. Is it's it's true, it's truly an art piece. It was it was created as my little art moment, and um, so it was based on Alice in Wonderland. That's beautiful. And so it's a teapot bag. Um, I actually based the design on like a 1950s box bag. And so that's what it is. It has the same little flap. It has everything like that. It's just an open box on the inside for you to just put your things in. But the reason why I say that it's my art piece is because the brass pieces that you see here on the handle and then even the little brass rabbit, a lot of people believe that these items on handbags are prefabricated and that they're prefabricated and someone just ordered it in okay and what a lot of people don't realize is that i actually designed this this that you see here is my artwork that i designed i had it created into a cad drawing i okay. sent it to a company 
that use the lost wax process. Okay. And the lost wax process is that they'll take your CAD drawing, they use a 3D printer, and they 3D print your drawing into wax. And so you have a cast, and then they will pour the brass into it. And then when, once the brass cools, okay. they take the wax off of it, and then there's your brass Voila. piece. I love it. And then same thing with my little rabbit here as well. And my little rabbit I designed. Okay. And I had to I had to design all of these in a three dimensional format. Okay. So that means even whenever I sent my drawing for the, the CAD drawing to be created, mm -hmm. I had to do it from here, 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 wow. here, 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 in order for them to be able to even like create these brass pieces to go onto the handle. Wow. And then another thing that people don't realize about handbags, because I didn't really realize it until I got into this. Okay. Everything you see on the handbag not just the design of it, I had to tell them the measurements, the drop of the handle, which is from here to here, the length here, how big I wanted the D-rings to be, how big I wanted this little part here. Okay. Um, this part is not what I designed, but this is what they had to do last minute because this came in last minute for the photo shoot. Okay, um, it's cute though. I literally had to tell them how how wide here, how wide here, how long here. Okay. On all sides. Okay. All sides. Same thing even on this little part right here. How wide, how big, how long. Okay. Everything. And then on the inside, how did I want it attached? How okay. did I want the, the material to be? Okay. And uh, same thing. Had to like give the measurements and so forth. And then even on the bottom. I love it. <laughs> and the it. little brass feet. Yes. And then on the pattern itself for the vegan leather all of this is my artwork so and one woman thought that meant i hand painted it it's not hand painted okay but i did again i was previous life graphic designer always an artist this is all my artwork i drew it into a program i put it into illustrator okay i then created it into a textile pattern which means it has a repeat pattern okay to where you don't see the seams it all okay. just looks like it's one continuous pattern. Okay. And what I did in it, I put elements of Alice in Wonderland. So there's the white rabbit. There's the teapot for the Mad Hatter. Okay. The hedgehog for when they play um, croquet. Okay. There's the sewing needle. There's also the top hat. There's um, the bottle for when she drinks the bottle. And, okay. he, and like, if you get a magnifying glass, it even magnifying glass, it even says drink me. Oh, wow. And then the roses represent the Red Queen. Okay. And then somewhere on here, yep, I have the clock oh, for the wow. rabbit. <laughs> okay, okay. So I have to ask you, because what if someone wants to purchase this one from you? I will, <laughs> I don't have it on my website any longer because, again, when everything happened with COVID, um, I had it on there for a while as pre-order. Okay. Then the longer COVID went on and the harder it was to get supplies. Okay. The company that was even manufacturing it at one point, they had to shut down. Okay. Because um, someone in, in the facility had well, contracted COVID, COVID okay. and they had okay. to shut down for like two weeks, et cetera, okay. you know, decontaminate, yeah. all of that, that I pivoted. I went to home decor. I still kept it on my website. Okay. And just like your your friend asked, told you, what is it you want to do? Yeah. I have a friend also. We were having lunch together. Okay. And she even told me, you know, your website doesn't really jive. You have these handbags and then you have home decor. Okay. And okay. they don't really go together. Okay. And she's like, so what is it you want to do? And I had to have that very hard moment where I had to let this go. Okay. And so I pulled all the, all the handbags off of the website. Okay. Okay. Now, the, the everyday bags, I had everyday bags. And uh, if you go to the media section, you'll see images from the photo shoots. Okay, like, okay. We put so much love into those photo shoots. Yes. I, just could not, I could not pull the images from it. I understand that. They're beautiful, too. Yeah. Like, totally. And it was so much fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun doing them. And, and I feel very blessed. And, in fact, the day that we did the Alice in Wonderland photo shoot uh -huh. was when all the notifi notifications went off on everybody's phone for us to have the the stay at home okay for texas got you yeah okay. and so we were like okay well let's finish up everybody and uh -huh, then, uh -huh. you know we'll go stay and at home we'll go home yeah and at that time everyone thought you know oh it'll just be three weeks and then and then we're we're back and back on uh -huh. the group. yeah right yeah and then a year later <laughs> so how much would you sell that bag for 
sorry. And I keep it's okay. I keep it's hitting okay. the microphone too. <laughs> it's, it's only going to be muffled. No, yeah. no. <laughs> um, so um, that bag, they it ha it's an, a, a bespoke bag. It would have to be handmade every single time. Okay. It would not be able to go through um, a machine. machine or okay. any of that. And so that bag would be about forty three hundred dollars. Yeah, here yeah. <laughs> if someone has forty three hundred dollars to purchase a one of a kind piece. Okay, uh, so you have to make sure that you hit Marisol up um, and she'll give you all her information um, at the end or hit me up and I'll get you in contact with her and y'all can make the exchange. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was telling you that I keep meeting couples, right? Yeah. Um, me and my husband, when we're just out and about and somehow these couples are attracted to us, right? So we end up having like date night with strangers, which is pretty cool. It's fun, it's organic, and I love it, right? And one thing that I've been accused of is bringing out the best or the wild oh, in everyone. Cool. Yes, <laughs> yes, so these women get to experience the wild. But we were talking and you were saying that some cultures tend to back up with certain conversations right yes so with me the same culture and these are white women they love me <laughs> they literally love me and i think that i'm their freedom if that makes sense yes that a lot of women have been let's say stay-at-home mom or just bored that when we connect, it's like the wild child is there yeah. and I just give them that freedom. Well, and I think you also give them that freedom because you're, you don't judge. No, not at all. No. You know, and, no. and I think, um, cause when we were talking and everything that my husband was telling me like, Oh, well, you know, they, they don't talk about things like that. That's mm -hmm. not discussed. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Mental note. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. But, um, he said, because women judge other women. Oh, they do? Mental note. Got okay. it. And I, and I think that's also another reason why we connect so well. Is okay. Because of the fact that, well, I don't judge and you don't judge. Right, right, you know? right. And so I think sitting with you for a while, women start to realize, I can say whatever I want. And they she can. won't care. Child, I don't. So yeah. let me tell you the conversation Saturday, Saturday night. The conversation was, I said, girl, I feel like hiking up my, my dress and twerking my ass. I got on thong bikinis, right? Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I have on Spanx. Everything's and, soaking it all in. And we just laughed, and I have on Spanx today. Oh, and that's okay. Yeah. And we just laughed, and I have the best pictures of us having a great time. Oh. And... And you, give me your thoughts and your opinion about this. So I'm getting ready to launch something, a dating experience, yes. right? Not them just going on a date, but me and my husband going with them. Or if women want to get together and we all hang out, you know, where they can just be free. And you know, honestly, that could probably even take the edge off of like first dates. You think so? Yeah. Well, because like. Well, it's been a long time. I love that. On a first date. But okay. Okay. The first dates can be kind of nerve wracking. You think? Yeah. Well, for certain people. I used to love dating. Well, see, for me, my dating, my dating experience was, was very limited. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Okay. And, um, why? So my first husband was my high school sweetheart. Okay. Got and you. And so like, you know, during high school we were together. Okay. And then after high school, you know, we were married. Okay. And um, and then I dealt with everything that happened with that. Okay. And the next thing I know, I was divorced. Okay. And then being divorced, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do because all my experience was high school. Okay. Like I didn't know how to date like as a grown woman. Okay. Yeah. You know? So how'd you pivot into that or learn how to date? So I had a friend. Okay. <laughs> see, see, everyone needs yeah. a friend. That, um, well, for her, she was just like, you know, well, what's the big deal? Like, you know, just give them your number. And I'm like, um. Okay. And so, so for me, like even the very first time I would give a guy a number and on the first date. So, okay, let's back it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> my first husband, 
was ended up being a, a drug addict. And, okay. And that's what I dealt with. Okay. Okay. And so with that, it's not just the drug addiction, comes all so many other different things. Okay. And um, along with it comes like, you know, feelings of inadequacy okay. and so forth. Uh, he didn't intend to be mentally abusive, but it was his addiction that kind of like okay. pulled that to him. Right. And so with it, I had a lot of self-doubt. Okay. You know, and ending up with him, I already had self-doubt to begin with. Okay. You know, and then. Why? Um, childhood. Okay. You know, and we've always, about always being on the outskirts, things like Got that. Got you. Okay. And so, so then have self-doubt, you get into a relationship with someone, it gets bad. Self-doubt gets even worse. Yes. And then all of a sudden I'm thrown into being on my own and now I'm supposed to date. Okay. And so going on the first date, like I'm sitting there thinking, why would this guy want to be with me? Are you serious? Yes. I and would I be thinking, like, this is the honor to be with me. Well, that, that wasn't until my 30s. That <laughs> okay. 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 Until, okay. Until my 30s. So okay. here I am in my 20s though. And I'm like this broken little thing thinking, why would this guy want to be with me? Okay. You know, and all of those thoughts kept running through my head. All the little things that, you know, my ex-husband self-doubt would okay. say and things like that. And, um, you know, and that's why I, I would think, why would this guy want to be with me? Okay. And so, you know, I would be completely nervous on the first day. Okay. And, you know, the guy would like, you know, he would kind of stumble. So you could kind of tell he was nervous as well. So that's okay. why I'm like, okay. that would probably break the monotony. Having like some a couple that's fun you think? and wild and like to kind of like you know it's fine you're fine you okay know? okay you know what I mean so I had this lady up on the dance floor there was no dance floor but we were dancing you know and she was like oh my god this is so fun. girl okay I remember it being two o'clock in the morning and I remember waking up at two o'clock the next day I never sleep that long yeah so I just had a great time you know and yeah. i just feel like women should date and men with ease no expectations right we're just going to hang out we're going to kick it we're going to have fun and get to know each other yeah, yeah. because That's a lot it. of times um i tell everybody everything's marketing yes yeah yes and i would yes. i would even uh tell tell my nieces and nephews i'm like everything is marketing including your job interview mm -hmm, you're selling mm -hmm. yourself right right you know and it's the same thing with dating Yes. You're you're selling a version of yourself, but it's not the real version. It's not until they get into like maybe the sixth or eighth or you tenth think, date. I think I think women and men should sell the real version from the, on the yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. So then you know what you're getting into. Yeah. So that was my first date okay. with my husband now. So oh, my husband now okay. is, is my third husband. Okay. okay. Child more five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well and my, my second <laughs> husband, I ended I ended up with my second husband because he, he would not leave me alone okay so you felt pressured to like date it, him or marry well, him it was just years and years and years of calling and this and that and yeah so what made you give in though well because i was like you know the first one didn't work out i dated these other guys that didn't work out okay let me give him a shot okay you i know. get it yeah so i have to ask you this do you think marriage is for forever no me neither yeah most people would crucify us Oh, for thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? And then I'm going to give you mine. The reason why I say marriage is not forever is because, again, sometimes the person that you're with is selling a version of them. Right. And then you get married right away. I got married quickly on, okay. on the first Tell two. Okay, me too on the first The, the last four. one, I did not, though. Okay. But on the okay. first two, I got <laughs> married very quickly. And then you're in this relationship and all of a sudden what it is that they promised you is not who they truly are. Right. And that's why I say it's not forever is because if they sold you a lie, you don't have to stay in that lie. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to put up with that person's shit. You I know, agree. You don't have to like sit there. Or abuse. Or abuse. You don't have to take it, you know. I and agree. If it's if it's not working if they're abusive with you if you if this person makes you feel less than and you talk to them about it and you explain it to them and they don't care they're not the one for you i agree so i a hundred percent what you said but i think that and this is just going a little deeper and people change yeah people do change mm -hmm. and they get bored with one another and tired and to me that's okay too um I believe that God allows two entities to come together 
sometimes to birth a certain entity. Yes. Like they want this person here between these two people for whatever reason. Because that person has a purpose. Right. So yeah. you have to bring that person to the earth and then sometimes it's over. Yeah. You know, you fulfilled your purpose. And I know people would disagree with me totally on that, but it's my thoughts, my feelings. And I don't give a fuck. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. you know, because... No, but it's true. Who am I? But it's honestly true because a lot of people stay stuck in relationships. A lot. Because they think they have to stay in the relationship for the children. And honestly, what are you... It makes it worse. It makes it worse. And then you have to think, what are you really teaching your child? To stay in abuse, just to stay in a place you're unhappy, um, to stay in a place where you're unfulfilled, and to stay in a place that you hate. Right. Because you can absolutely divorce that person. Yeah. And still have an okay relationship a healthy them, a healthy relationship you can co-parent and agree. it's okay to co-parent that child but the bitterness the yelling all of that you have to think about what is it that i'm trauma trauma that i'm showing my child you know that's true yeah. and children tend to mimic what, what they, they see. see so a son or a daughter could be abusive mm -hmm. or 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 they can accept abuse because mm -hmm. I actually because they think that that's the way that's normal is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. because that's how I was with the first relationship okay. so after my parents divorced um, my mom I tell people I think she kind of went on a little mental break okay because my my life turned to shit okay. <laughs> honestly it really did my mom was not the mom she was before um, and and I honestly think that she was just going through um, a nervous breakdown okay in all reality I think okay. she was going through a nervous breakdown um, and she ended up with all of these men that were alcoholics and younger than her, and it would be insane, fighting, things like that. And right. I, I was 12 whenever the divorce happened, so I was still at a very impressionable age, and I grew up thinking that's what relationships are supposed to be like. You're supposed right. to have these right. like passionate, heavy fights and things like that. Like so, that's love, right? Yeah, like that's love. <laughs> we're, we're just passionate people. And, uh, and so when I was with my first husband, we fought like that. Okay. But I wasn't the kind of woman that just took it. Like I fought back. Right. You right. Know, right. Cause that's just, did you I beat? Am. Yes. <laughs> um, but you whipped that ass. Cause that's just, <laughs> the man, like, you trying it, to just, say. It, it takes me a while to get there. Yeah. But once you've gotten me there, no, so you didn't, ooh. I actually did you with that ass. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> you so, I love you. But again, like it took me a while yes. to get to that point. But then once I get to that point, fucking run. Right, right, because right. The cray when, cray come out. Yes, very much so. And he was he was the only husband I ever had that would push me to that point. Okay. Everyone else after that, like, I never I never got physical with them. Okay. But he would get physical with me, and I wouldn't just take it. I got right. physical back. You know, <laughs> I tell my now husband how blessed we both are that I'm not that person from back then because I used to swing I used to poke men in their foreheads I was gonna say poke niggas in their head um, yeah like talking about bitch like I was just like a hot mess mm -hmm. and I had a very 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 short fuse to bring that out but I had to go through my healing process to become calm and peaceful, the person you met. I or, went through therapy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It took therapy for me to realize that, um, have, for me to have the tools to fix me. Yes. And so it was after the second divorce. And after the second divorce, I was like, okay, I seem to be picking the same person, but just in a different, That's why I went. you know, sort yes. of like yes. outfit or something. Yes. Yes. And I was like, so obviously there's something with me mm -hmm. that I need to fix because I don't want that. Right. And um, so I did. I, 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 and that's the best thing anyone could ever do for themselves. The most luxurious thing you could ever do for yourself, you know, is heal. Screw the handbag, screw all of that. Yes. The most luxurious thing you can ever do for yourself is therapy. And because you are paying someone to listen to you. Yes. And it's someone that has no judgment and they are only there to help you. And what you say stays in that office. It's confidential. It's confidential. Yes. And you can completely open up about everything that's going on, and they will put tools in your toolbox 
to help you make it better. I love it. And and it did. Like, it helped me find that calm mm -hmm. within mm -hmm. me. And it was at that point that whenever I did go out on a date, because I, I had decided, it was then I found out that I was codependent. Okay. Okay. And with codependency, um, people associate codependency just with, like, drug addictions and okay. so forth like that. Well, there's two sides to codependency. There's the person who has the addiction to whatever the addiction okay. may be and, and who is the abuser and so forth. And then there's the other side of the coin is the person who wants to heal that person. Right. And the person who wants to heal that person is not because we're trying to do it out of the goodness of our hearts. It's because we feel like we're broken too. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to validate who we are if right. we can fix them. Right. And it's a form of control. Wow, I never looked at it like and that. I've had to have that mirror put up to me. Okay. And when I had that mirror put up to me, I was like, what? You know? Okay. And but okay. it was a very jagged hard pill to swallow, but I to be I had to be honest with myself if I was going to fix myself. Okay. And so I started to realize, you know what? It is about control. Because whether I realize it or not, I was trying to control everything in my life. Okay. I was trying to control even the people around me. But you know what? What I've learned in adulthood, we can't. Like, there's certain things even now I have no control over. Yeah, and I had to let it go. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, you know. And yeah. sometimes it actually causes me anxiety. Yes, me too. <laughs> Knowing that I can't control. And then you have to do your breathing on. exercises. Yes. And be like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all yes. right. It's going to be all right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> you like, know, yeah. so I just. I pray, I meditate, and I keep moving forward. Yeah. You know? And that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. yeah. And, there's, and that, that come, brings me to a saying that I tell everybody all the time, and I firmly believe it. And it came from Gene Simmons of Kiss. Okay. And he said it like on his uh, the TV show, that the family jewels that he had. And okay. so the, the saying is, and he said, always remember this, kids. If you're still alive, you're still in the game. Yes. There is no such thing as failure. If you're still alive, you're still in the game. That's and true. so I let people know that goes with everything. Right. If your business fails, it's okay. Right. Pick up, start something new. You tried that, that idea. It didn't work. Now you know what didn't work. Apply that towards something new. I agree. It's not a failure. You're now moving in a new direction. You know, I feel like for a lot of things, I've started over again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay with that because like you said, I'm still here. I'm still in the game and life goes on Yeah. and I keep it moving. Um, and a lot of people might not agree with me in this aspect, but money comes and goes. It does. Right. Mm -hmm. So as long as I have my health, that I could do it again mm -hmm. or I could do something better or I could create something else or. So long know, as you don't yeah, give up. Yeah. It's just don't give up. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I have to ask you, how can, oh, well, no, 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 no. Before we get there. So two social media posts. Um, how do you feel okay. about TikTok being banned in Montana? I'm not sure like how <laughs> I feel about TikTok in general. Mm -hmm. um, only because, so... <laughs> The whole thing with me okay, um, and social media in general is when I go on social media with Facebook and Instagram and things like that, I feel as though everything is jumping out at me. Okay. You know, constantly, constantly right. jumping out at me. And same thing with even TikTok with all the videos. And like, and we yes. even talked about it that my son and I call it going down the dark rabbit hole of the internet yes. and everything. <laughs> And, uh, and even with TikTok, like, I worry, I honestly worry about people's mental health. Okay. Because when we look at social media and we look at TikTok and we look at everything, um, even Facebook, um, all of those, we are only seeing a version of what people want us to see. Right. And so we're only seeing the good, happy things. And so for those who... <gasps> May you think be. so? I see people crying. I'm like, why are you crying on oh, the internet? So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's my algorithm that, that, I'm I'm like, only, that I'm only seeing happy things. Maybe I'm like, my Mama algorithm. says, clean it up. You stop it. Stop <laughs> that crying on the internet. Go to your therapist. Yeah. 
<laughs> so okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, maybe it's my algorithm that I'm only seeing the the happy things. Really, that's yeah. all you see. For the most part, yeah, I don't see a lot of crying and things like that. In, have you? And, um, okay, I have to stop. Which is weird because I love murder mysteries, and so I'm always like looking for like murder. Okay, mysteries so our second thing like is that. murder mysteries. <laughs> so, do you have you ever seen the? They call it some type of walk where they're going to donate organs. No. Have you seen that? No. And it's like the dead person is in on a um a Slab. bed okay no, not on a slab a they're on a bed and they're rolling the bed to the place they donate their organs you've never seen that girl mm -hmm. i don't know how that came up but i cried like a baby I but then i too. then yeah. i google or you know put whatever the walk is in the search and so many people are doing this I mean, nurses are crying and doctors are crying. And I'm like, this is overwhelming. Yeah. So I'm glad to know you have all happy stuff. I had to change my algorithm with that. Yeah, because you were like, this is enough. It was yeah. like my mm -hmm. heart's just palpitating. I'm just like crying. So the second thing is, since you like murder mystery, and I saw this, saw this this morning, the firing squad, um, is about to take place July 1st in Idaho Whoa. as a death sentence. Yeah, they're bringing back the firing squad. Whoa. So you know the guy that killed the four college students? Was he convicted? Um, well, he's being arraigned today, or he was arraigned this okay. morning. Um, so they're going to seek the death penalty. And wow. the firing squad. Wow. <laughs> what do you feel? Because what if they're wrong? Because there, there has been times, because as everyone knows, for Texas, we do have the death penalty. Uh, we are a state that has the death penalty. And there has been times where the person had been executed, mm -hmm. and then, and then they, years later, a new evidence comes out. about. They find out that that person, not only were they in jail for 20 years and then executed for the crime, they weren't the ones Isn't who committed horrible? the crime. Yeah, it is horrible honestly but what about him like do you think like if he murdered those four yeah cops, i don't know about the firing squad that's that's why? a little intense so what what mm -hmm. it was intense that he murdered yeah well no no, no. It, it is intense that he murdered the, co the college students and everything and and that also brings up the whole debate of what is a humane death sentence who cares a... about humane <laughs> it's a well, death and that's what i'm saying that they're they're honestly any any type of death sentence, there is no there is no humane way to do it. Right, right. A life the anxiety. Life. That's right. what a I life believe. For a life. And uh, well, in the in basically the Bible as well. Yeah, you know, eye for eye. Uh, eye, for eye, a two for, for two. two. You pull my tooth, I'm gonna pull you. I'm gonna pull yeah. two. <laughs> and everything. Yes. You're too. Yeah. See, you're too nice. Well, <laughs> for me, I'm just kind of like because, in all honesty, like if anything were to happen to my family, yeah, I probably would be the fucker that would stab you. Right. Because um, thank you for saying that. Well, because again. <laughs> I have to get to a point. Right, you know? right. And I even tell my husband all the time because, like, so my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, I loved her to Aww. death. But she used to always worry about me. Okay. Because cause I do things on my own, okay. you know. And she, oh, Marisol, you don't need to be, like, traveling by yourself. And I'm like, really? why wouldn't I travel by myself? Like, I I'm love like, traveling What the alone. heck are you talking about? Well, not only that, my first husband was a kickboxer. Okay. And so we trained together. Oh, wow. You know? Okay, Marisol. And so anyway, um, again that's why i'm like i would be the fucker that would stab you but okay. I, would, I would tell her all the time i'm like laura you don't have to worry about me you need to worry about them right okay you need to worry about the person okay that touches snap me. snap okay <laughs> and like and i always tell my husband i was like now they may get me in the end okay. because maybe i won't do that final death blow i don't know okay I haven't really been in that position right, I've been in right, positions right, before right. where i've had beat somebody on the ground but yes honey, but not bring, like bring final us the magic bring us the magic <laughs> bring us the magic honey but i tell him i was like but look for the fucker that's missing an eye. And yes. I was like, and that's the one who did it. I think I'm too happy on what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they probably said she really needs some yeah. therapy. But but for me, though, like, as far as, like, the, I guess it's always the mystery of the what if. Okay. And so, like, for the death, death squad, you know, they used to hang people, all of that, electric chair, everything. I'm, I'm always kind of like, what if? 
Well, what if you got it wrong? That, like, and that, that's Marisol, what it, we can't think like that. Now, like, if they caught them, like in the middle of stabbing the person, then I'm like, okay, there's no, there's no, like, we, we can't misunderstand that. Like okay. that, that literally happened. But what about reasonable <laughs> doubt? Like if there's none and, right. and all the information leads to that one individual. Yeah. I don't know. I guess for like the firing squad, it just makes me I like think, it. Well, it makes me think of things like um, all of those apocalyptic movies. You know what I mean? I okay. like those movies too. <laughs> And okay. I'm like, are we on the edge? But I think no. I think that if you hurt someone, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like these four college students. Like, I think, I think they should have took you outside and just killed you then and there, like chop your head off or something. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm let's saying. Let's just be done with it. Yeah, let's yeah. just get it over. Like the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and I think if people steal, you should chop a finger off. <laughs> Isn't there some countries like? Yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. I literally think that that would stop people from stealing right uh, yeah and it would stop a lot of crime you but know. then again what if someone said they stole from me they chopped a hand off and then they okay never, i agree with you that. never you never even touched it okay okay because okay. that goes into like a whole thing too like with with just people in general you okay know that I you're have, right i had but, a whole thing in high school that i never knew there was a rumor about me that really so in high school apparently there was a rumor about me that i slept around and really? I did not. I was a virgin. I was a virgin until my, my first husband. Okay. And so with my first husband, whenever we Right, consummated. Have, consummated mm -hmm. and, and like and he's like, I knew it. I'm like, knew what? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I knew all, all everything everybody said wasn't true. What on earth are you talking about? Okay. And he's like, You didn't know? Didn't know what? What are you talking about? And then he told me. Okay. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? And he's like, Really? No. He goes, people even told me to be careful with you because that you slept around, da 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 mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? And well, it was an ex-boyfriend. Probably jealous, somebody jealous. That was trying to, like, make himself look good, you know, and told people, oh, I, I broke up with her because I caught her cheating on me with such and such. And, yeah, I hit that, too. And, you know, and he's Men the one lie that all the time. But I had no clue, no idea. Mm -hmm. You know, so that goes like with the whole thing. Like, what okay. if someone says something about you? That's not true. That's not true. And then you're being punished for it, you yeah. know, and you didn't even know. Right. Mm -hmm. I had the same boyfriend from 10th Ooh. grade to college. But there was also a rumor that I slept around. Now, I slept with a couple guys, but I didn't sleep around. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is because yeah. I'm sure... They would love to hit it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. So, but all right. Well, going back to the murder thing. Yes. So, I just recently read um, like a whole little news article. So, Renee Zellweger came out with like this whole uh, biopic mm -hmm. about a woman, Pam. The name of it is what? Uh, what about Pam? And I can't remember her last name. She framed a man. For a murder she did and he was in jail for years for the murder he was convicted in okay. everything and um and then a new evidence came about that released him okay. okay and when he was released she still wanted him framed for that murder she killed another man trying to frame him for that that's and crazy. then that's when they realized it was her and that she was doing all of these killings and she ended up being convicted. So that reminds me of Emmett Till. I don't know if you know that story. Yeah. How, okay. Yes, with and, the woman that accused mm -hmm. him and then they lynched him. And right. That's horrible. And it just reminds me, and I don't mean to go here, but I do mean to go here, about how white women can cry on demand um, and say that black men or a particular person have done something to them and then they get shot or whatever it is. And I hate that. Um, and I'm not saying all white people are like this because I have friends of all cultures, but I just hate the fact that something like that can still take place. For example, a couple weeks ago, it was a young lady, Bellevue Hospital, um, and I saw it on TikTok and other platforms when she was saying that this young man stole the bike and it's a bike you can rent 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, get off the bike. This is my bike. And she starts screaming, help. And like all the people ran to her um, to help her, but never asked. Like what's the situation? Yeah. What's going they on? They just automatically assumed that he took the bike from her. So I think, I'm not sure if she got fired. I know the hospital was um, reprimanding her. Yeah, I remember that that. article. Yeah, like I even looked at it and I was like. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this woman is crazy. I would not want you touching my body. Yeah. Like, just think how many people she served um, that were not like her. And and maybe things she could have said or did. We don't know. So I just wish that people were judged as individuals and not as a collective. Yes. If that yes. makes sense. No, absolutely makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, we were, so I was at a mall with um, a few friends mm-hmm. and um, there were these three young men mm-hmm. that were outside of one of the candy stores, um, Lolly and Pops. Okay. Okay. And they look like teenagers, Okay. you know, but they were being very loud and everything. And uh, we were, Three young black men. Okay. Okay. And um, so we had gone into Lolly and Pops to look for candy because I was going to get candy for myself. I like that store. Go it's, ahead. It's, it's I, like it. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's really cute and everything. And, um, and I, the person that was supposed to be working there wasn't even there. And all of a sudden, one of the young men says, oh, my God, and runs into the store behind the counter and ducks behind the counter. And his friends over there saying, why are you ducking? Why are you de- like real loud and okay. everything? Well, my friends were like, oh, my God, what's going on? We need to leave. I would have been like that, though. You know? Well, <laughs> and for me, I'm just like, okay, we can go. No big deal. Okay. But, you know, as we're leaving, this girl comes around, and she's just like, why are you hiding, like, to the young man? Oh, you know, and everything. Man. And so, but for me, like, as we're going, the, my friends were over there saying, you know, oh, my gosh, they were being so rude and so loud, okay. and there's no telling. I felt threatened, and I'm like, Why would you feel threatened? They were being teenagers. I wouldn't have felt threatened. I think I would have been nervous because of the climate that we're in. Well, yeah, that you don't really know. Yeah, we don't know what's going on at any moment with all the the shootings and, you know. Well, but for me, though, like talking to her, I was like, why would you feel threatened? They just three teenage Teenage boys. I was like, I understand him running in and running behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was hiding from the girl. Right, right. He didn't know how to handle his emotions. And so his <laughs> fight or flight response, he flew and like hid fit from her and her coming in going, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, so uh, clearly he has like strong feelings for her. <laughs> you know? And I love how you brought that out. But I think the media has showed us so many negative things Mm -hmm. that many of us are afraid at anything loud if we hear a a loud bang and it's a book yeah and we're ducking you know what i'm saying so maybe i should stop watching the news no i think (laughs) i think it just has to do with like just maybe even environments in general because like where i grew up i grew up in a very poor neighborhood Mm -hmm. and there were gunshots and things like that Mm -hmm. and uh, so the neighborhood i grew up was like like maybe two three streets away from acres homes okay kind of a thing and so for me that was kind of normal that if Mm -hmm. you hear a loud bang you drop (laughs) you know kind of a thing and so i Maybe it just has to do with environment, which also goes with the whole perception of that her all of a sudden being worried, mm-hmm. you know, about three young men mm-hmm. being kind of like well, rambunctious. I, I would say rambunctious because really okay. they were joking with each other okay. and everything and, and laughing and everything. And they were standing right out, outside of the lolly right. and pops and all of that. And uh, and I just I just saw them as teenagers. I remember being okay. a teenager. And, and I'm having that. Yeah, us running you, crazy through the mall. and <laughs> So on the flip side, right, if I saw someone white, a white boy with all black on mm-hmm. and a hoodie, I would get the hell out. Right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, because I've been conditioned. Because of media, yes. That what's right. going on. <laughs> so it goes different yeah. ways. So I just want my listening audience to know it's a variety of factors. Um I have to ask you this. So you're not in a dating space. So if you had to ask me, 
one life coaching question, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Because I would have to really think on that as far as for like life coaching. Mm -hmm. yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I would really have to think on that. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> so I give each guest an opportunity to ask something um, that they would want to know or maybe know for someone else or someone else okay 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 so life coaching question okay. um being that you have been married five times yes okay and if someone is going through like a divorce mm -hmm. etc things like that um what i've noticed is talking to women who have gone through divorce a lot of okay. them sit there and they start to like think no one will ever love them really yes so life coaching how would you address that? someone having that sort of a feeling girl fix yourself up and get back <laughs> out in those streets because it's somebody for everybody mm -hmm. and another man's junk is another man's treasure yes totally and I can say that because one of my ex-husbands said nobody's gonna want you I said watch <laughs> exactly you know yeah. and I think I was married a year and a half later so as we think so it is. Yeah. So the person has has to have um, positive thoughts regarding themselves. You can't allow other people's words to condition who you are or make you believe a certain thing as you think. So it is. Mm -hmm. So be in that positive space and positive affirmations. Yes. You know. So how can people get in contact with you? Oh. Um. So it would be um, info at Baxter, B-A-X-T-E-R, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, dot com. You know, one of my last names was Graham. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my last names was Graham. I just kind of like put the two and two together. So anyway, you guys, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, another amazing episode of Fifty Shades of Blue mm -hmm. podcast. And I'm super excited to have my guest, Mabar. Marisol Graham, Baxter Graham here and just dropping gems and just her creativity, her mm -hmm. purse line. Somebody needs to buy this bag today. Okay, 4,300 ain't nothing but some coins, okay, <laughs> for you to have a one of a kind. So I want to say thank you. Um, you can also write in with your questions, 50 Shades of Blue podcast. I always want to say gray. 50 Shades of Blue podcast at gmail.com and ask away and we'll answer them live for you. And hopefully we can start a dialogue going. So I want to say thank you all. And don't forget to, you know, all y'all ladies who can't find a man. There you go. There you go. Right there. <laughs> 134 reasons you can't find a man. And that book was actually me going to Sasua and interviewing tons of men and asking them why they felt that you know some women couldn't find dates a husband yada yada so check it out so have a great one everyone you're super amazing and i love you and share the word okay like subscribe share have a blessed one bye bye thank you for listening to 50 shades of blue podcast we hope you found it informative enjoyable and entertaining if you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram at 50 Shades of Blue Podcast. Be sure to like and share. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your preferred platform. It helps us reach more people and improve our content. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends, enemies, and colleagues. We appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more great content in the future.